to the Dairy to Move podcast. I'm your host, Colleen. I'm very happy that you are here. If you are new, welcome. If you're reoccurring, I'm so happy that you're back and I welcome you back with open arms and I love you very much. Thank you for showing up for me again. So as we're wrapping up the year, I kind of just want to ask you, where are you lying to yourself? I feel like that's a very important question to ask yourself. I feel like as a society, we just numb out to our, we don't, we we numb out, we don't feel our feelings, we socially drink because we cannot handle life. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think it's probably because the holidays were just here and I noticed, you know, a lot of people drinking and I don't really need to drink to have fun anymore or really need to drink to enjoy myself anymore and it just baffles me how many people need to drink to have fun or socialize with their family or friends or whomever regardless of like if you're out at a restaurant or I don't know at a bar even at a bar at a family party friends party whatever it just it just mind boggles me where People feel the need that they need to drink a lot because they're not dealing with their pain and their suffering and their shit. They're not dealing with their life. They're not being honest with themselves. So my question is, where are you lying to yourself? Yeah. Um, you know, who and what makes you cringe? Are you around people that you just feel so not yourself, you leave not in a good mood, you come home and you're just like feel depleted and have no energy where you dread going to see them. Yep, that that happens. That happens. So, yeah, think about who and what makes you cringe. Pay attention. Who expands you? When you go see them, how do you, do you feel open and loving and caring and kind and compassionate and you feel so good to be around them? Who are those people? So who are the people that make you cringe and who are the people that light you up and expand you and fill your heart with so much love for them just being them? So. Along with that is what lights you up? Who lights you up? What lights you up? Is what you're doing every day lighting you up? If you're binging TV every day or drinking every night, does that light you up? Does that really, truly, if you look deep down, does that really light you up and make you happier? Binging TV, binge eating, or drinking, or smoking weed. Does that really light you up? I know for me lately, I think it was the day after Christmas, I noticed how depressed I was. I mean, I always get depressed after Christmas because I love Christmas. I'm a Christmas geek. But I think it was more of the fact that I spent days, like the whole weekend, not doing any self-development, 
not meditating, nothing. It was just Christmas, 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 movies and music, which I love, and family, which I love, but I wasn't taking time for myself and meditating or doing breath work or yoga or really anything. It was just Christmas, junk food, family. And, you know, that's okay. But on Tuesday, I was like, wow, I really, I really just, and I do this often where I say I need better balance because I really realize when I'm too into the self-development, I get upset that I'm not having fun and I'm being too serious. But then if I'm not in the self-development enough and I'm just watching TV or hanging out with people, then I also get depressed because I'm not, you know, going inward and going into my heart and doing the self-inquiry of checking in with myself. So like balance is really important. So do what lights you up, but also have that self-development inquiry balance. What excites you? Same thing. Have balance with that also. So if you are doing this thing for the rest of your life, whether it's a job, this hobby, partnership, friendship, whatever it is, if you think about this thing that's in your life, things in your life, if if it's in your life for the rest of your life, is it going to make you happy? Oftentimes, I feel like we don't audit our life enough and go journal and go deep inward about certain things. And we're kind of just going with the flow. We're not really inquiring in our hearts and in our minds where things are not in aligned any- alignment anymore. And I feel like we just tend to really keep doing things even when we're fucking miserable. Even when we're fucking miserable, we still do the same things. And another important question is, when do you feel the most free? Who or what makes you feel the most free? And to me, freedom feels very expansive and open. But freedom is like that weight lifted off your shoulder. It's that peace that you feel deep inside. That's freedom to me. You have to find out what freedom means to you. But that's, that's you know, like what's been coming up for me. I do not like New Year's resolutions at all. I think they're stupid. But I do think that auditing your life and seeing what's not in alignment and seeing what is in alignment is very important. And I think that definitely is a ritual or something you should journal about because it's the end of the year. And, you know, it's like I have to apologize to my inner child for not being there for her because I've just realized that all these years since a teenager, I have just been avoiding her pain and her suffering and her loneliness and hopelessness and helplessness feeling. And that all came up in ayahuasca in September, but I've had a little more of epiphany on it last week where it's like, I'm scared to put myself first 
and uh, it's like I'm afraid to be my true self and I've stayed in either relationships or friendships for too long or I've stayed in a place for too long because if I don't do the th- I don't do the thing or I don't follow my dream or I don't grab my life by my balls, I can blame other people and blame my relationships and blame the friendships or blame whatever else except myself on why I'm not doing the thing that I desire or want in my life. And it's like I blame everything else for keeping me stuck when it's really only me that's keeping me stuck. Anything that's going on in your life, it's really only ever you that's keeping you stuck. And I talk about grabbing your life by the balls on this podcast, and I'm like, I feel like I have not done that fully. I have done it to where, yes, I grabbed my life by the balls because I did Cambo in June. I grabbed my life by the balls because I did ayahuasca in September, and I grabbed my life by the balls because I did training, Cambo training in October. That was putting myself first. As Aya told me, you're finally taking care of yourself. So in my mind, I'm putting myself first. But I feel like being, I've been in relationships since I was, sorry, Wally's making weird noise. I have been in relationships since I was 14 years old. And it was by choice to do that. But I've realized that I've just ignored my inner child and her pain. And I'm covering it up with relationships and friendships to avoid the depths of her pain. I don't feel like I was taken care of as a kid. I don't really have many memories as a kid, but it's clear from her hopeless, helpless, lonely feeling that she was not felt, she did not feel taken care of. And yeah, I just. You know, I know how deep and dark my painful, my emotions are and my inner child can be because I've lived them and I've experienced that pain and grief. And, you know, I used to write poems and music as a teenager and they were pretty deep and some of them are pretty dark. But it's also profound that I can experience emotions and pain and feelings at that level of depth. Like, I'm a great feeler, and that's beautiful, and I love that I'm a feeler, and I love piano music, and I love music, and that helps me bring out my feelings, but yeah, that's just the stuff that's been coming up, and like, as a manifester in human design, you know, we human manifestors tend to repel people, so I've noticed that, and I tend to play small, and I shrink and hide. Because I can tell when people are having trouble with my energy and my manifestor energy. But it's also painful because I'm not being true to myself or living my life to the fullest because I'm being a people pleaser or I'm dimming and shrinking to fit in with other people. And I feel it deeply and it cuts deeply. And yeah, there's a lot I'm lying to myself about right now. And I know 
I need to make a lot of changes. And I definitely need to, in 2024, find more of aligned friendships in my life. Because I don't feel like I have that now. I want people where I can have deep, deep conversations with about the depths of the soul and life and being a human and being a soul and a human body and having a vessel and dying and loving and aliens and just quantum physics, just deep shit I want to like dive into. And just seeing people and observing people and the way they're living their lives. Oh God, it just breaks my heart. It just breaks my heart because people are lying to themselves. They're not being radically honest with themselves. They're numbing out to whatever it may be. They're not feeling their feelings. They're not they're not grabbing their life by the balls. They're not living life fully, and it's sad. So this New Year's, new new year, it's not really the new year. There's a whole thing about having 13 months, and 20, each month is 28 days. I'm not going to get into that right now. I'm going to look more into that. Maybe I'll do an episode on that another time. But yes, yeah, so this new year, fake new year that we're, that's coming out in a few days. I just do an audit of your life. Journal about your life. Journal about what is working and journal about what's not working and where you're lying to yourself and be honest with yourself. Dig really fucking deep. Dig really deep and just do the audit. Do the life audit of your life and see what comes up. Um, yeah. And if you, if you're in Connecticut in New England area, you want to sit with Cambo, you know where to find me, Instagram, email. If you're not ready for Cambo, Sananga and Hape are really good medicines that you can work with often. And I offer them, I'll offer them at a cheaper rate than Cambo for an hour, 45 minutes to an hour session. And honestly, like I've said before, Sananga got me out of my depression. Hape gets me out of this low mood funk. They both ground me. They both get me into my body. Embodiment is so important. They both help my nervous system. So if you want to sit with me for those sessions, if you're in New England or Connecticut, those are beautiful sessions. There's really no recovery time for them, and they will help you. But I want 2024 to be a year of change for you. I want you to feel physically good. I want you to feel mentally and emotionally good, too. I just, it just breaks my heart with what people are going through. You know, I wake up a low energy sometimes. I wake up depressed. I was depressed all this November, pretty much most of November. December this month started getting some physical f- symptoms again of fatigue and brain fog. And I was like, I get headaches every day. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So it's like I do the work and I still am doing the work. And I still am trying to heal physically and emotionally and mentally. But it's everyday thing and you just can't give up. You cannot give up. So do a life audit. Ask yourself where you're lying to yourself. Ask yourself what isn't working, what is working. Be radically honest with yourself and then decide what you're going to do. But that's it. So I hope you had 
a good Christmas. I hope you have a good new year and I will see you another time. Thanks. Bye guys.